Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 3, Episode 6, it is called Household. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. So, this episode was interesting from a mythology point of view, I think, because we get to see the capital and a lot of just how different the capital is, how more strict it is, what's become of certain monuments... <laughs> <laughs> for example <laughs> yeah yeah no i agree the mythology of this episode is quite interesting yeah oh you don't like it that much <laughs> not really your, your poker face is no no i'm just telling you the best way to phrase the problem is um i think a lot of this stems from my feeling at the end of last episode honestly not, like, not liking that serena's reverting yeah and a large portion of this episode is about, oh, can she be redeemed? Or is she too far gone again? Or is it, mm. you know, and and I'm just sick of that. I'm, I've, we've done that. I don't need it again. I can understand that. Um, I'm not necessarily a big fan of her reverting either. I think what well, kind of made it work for me. Although at this point, at this point, like, we can't do it again. At this point, like, she's made her bed now. She's lying in it. And I could see maybe like a final act of redemption, like right before she dies, like at the end of the show. Like maybe that will be okay. But I like the conversation that they have, right, in Washington, just, you know, at the end of the episode between Serena and, and June. That seems pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, June just saying, you know what? I I trusted you and you, you did this. You, you, you you understood to a point and decided to like turn around and do this anyway because uh, i actually i laughed out loud at the start see when she's narrating and she's um you know they're all praying for nicole to come back to gilead i'm praying that serena will actually you know remember why she wanted her to leave in the first place and we'll we'll do the right thing and convince fred to to drop all this uh or both of them can get hit by a bus a <laughs> yeah I, i'm fine I, with I like either a, you know a, a truck drives past you know right as <laughs> Yeah, that, that line said. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Um, it, it was hard just sort of saying, I'm fine with either. <laughs> like, either one will do yeah. me. Uh, kind of crack me up. So, but no, I like this scene, because there's a couple of really in-your-face visuals in this episode. Um, <laughs> is one of them the big, massive angel wings, by any chance? That is one of them, for sure. And that's the one that I didn't like. That one felt so on the nose and cheesy e- to me. Even by this show standards, which is in your face and blunt with its, you know, yeah. point a lot of the time. That was just ridiculous. Here's the here's the thing. I actually really liked the 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 monument at the end, right? The Lincoln thing that had been smashed. I yeah, actually okay. I actually liked that one because although I kinda wish they didn't reveal it until the end of the scene. Because there's that shot at the end where Jin's just kind of like leaning against it and it's like this wide yeah. shot. I thought that was a beautiful shot. And everything that, that, that monument represents and what Lincoln did, you know, like it, the, the, you know no, the, the themes are obvious, but it, it, I'm what... with you. But I do like that in context. Okay, we you know we see that one the whole scene. You know the whole yeah. time we can see that no, that's smashed. And it's only when we turn around and see that they've kind of changed the Washington Monument as well, and now it's a big cross. We talked about it. we saw that like way earlier in the episode. Did we? She looks out the train. She stinks a peak. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what do you think that was? Oh, no, no, you're right. I, I'd forgotten about that. And, and, you know, I was copying this scene with the the. I was like, oh, monuments. Yeah. And then it spun around. I was like, oh, yeah. 
Because yeah, they're going to yeah. Washington and she looks out the window and I'm like, damn, is that what they've done at the Washington Monument? Jesus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, no. That must have taken some serious work. Like, like the Lincoln one, sure, they just smashed it up a bit. I like that you could see the big hole, you know, the, the crack in the wall behind sure. it where it smashed back into it. Oh, that was a nice touch. But, yeah, presumably uh, there'll just be like a big, you know, wrecking ball. Yeah. It's a lot more work to actually build onto it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I I wonder if they shot this actually at the place and just you know removed like just did the CG where it needs to be changed. That kind seems of thing. like the easiest way of doing it. It does, me. yeah. Uh, I mean, from a from a, an effect standpoint, the uh, monument's the easiest one because it's literally just like another bar going that way. <laughs> you kind of just copy it on. Yeah. You can literally just copy and paste the real one and just you know just rotate. <laughs> That, no, that, that's what uh, what I'd do if it was me, is copy it, shrink it down to half size, mirror it as well, and just stick yeah. it coming out of both sides. Yeah, that's that's how I would do it as well. I, I agree. <laughs> now, I'm sure there was probably some more uh, interesting like tactics used here because it's a professional show, but that's how I'd Photoshop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd work. Oh, yeah. Um, so, no, I, 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 like, I like this scene at the end, though, and I, I like... I like the kind of... Te- it was almost like June's getting too cocky recently, so this episode's like, hey, things are even scarier than what you've witnessed. Like, there's, there's, there's worse. So, you know, we see all these handmaids in Washington with um, their mouths covered, and we're like, what's this? They're not allowed to speak even here? You immediately here? know there's something more, because this is Gilead. Yeah, like, when we finally get the reveal of the of the handmaid in the house that they're, they're staying in, like, I... Like, I was expecting her tongue to be cut out. Uh, her mouth was stapled shut instead, of course. I don't know if it's implying that every single handmaid who's wearing the the red, you know, over their mouth has had this happen. I, I don't know if it's that, like a simple case of every single one's like that. It's more that we don't want them to speak and, like, we'd rather not see what we've done to them kind of thing. Yeah, it's hard to say, is Because ev- every single handmaid she passed in Washington, I think, was wearing one. I don't think they're all stapled shut, but... I don't know. They could be. They could, I mean, they could be. Um, because because that really nasty thing that Serena says at the end, where she's like, "I should have stapled. I could. Have, I should have given you the the rings. I like silenced you. Yeah. Yeah. The the day you arrived or the day I met you, I was like, damn, Serena. Like, and it's this like it's her scraping to feel a fragment of. But and then the other thing that I really liked in this episode is the moment because you know they're taking her to Washington, doing this other video, and it's like the Swiss are stepping in. <laughs> <laughs> course they're a neutral party yeah something's never change and they want to speak to june on her own and obviously you know fred's not happy about it but she's like oh no at all and i'm like oh this is great like have this honest conversation and you know it doesn't really become that it's kind of more like just an act of negotiation i mean obviously they ask for what name she'd like to be called and she says june and that's you know nice but um it becomes this thing where the, the you know it's like oh things are complicated we can't just recommend that they don't give the kid back and you know, like, uh, you could give us something to trade, and I'm like, oh, she's becoming a double agent, like, you know. Yeah. Get get you know, get, her, get her to tell stuff, and, but they're like, no, we want someone high up. And she's like, oh, I can get you a commander, because, you know, Nick's a commander now, right? And I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's going to go along with this because of, you know, a ton of reasons. Um, But we get a scene where she kind of convinces him, and like, he's, you know, it's like, this is the one thing you can do as a father for your daughter. You're probably, probably never going to get another chance. You can do yeah. this, right? I, I like that reasoning. Also, the music in that scene was bugging me because it sounded really familiar. And I actually clocked what I think it sounds like. I don't necessarily think it is that track, but it's the main song, the main theme from Lost River um, with, uh, you know, Fitz from S.H.I.E.L.D. and yeah, yeah. Christina Hendricks and all yeah, that. 
the Gosling one. Yeah, the Gosling directed movie. Um, if if it's not that track, it sounded very similar to it, and I was thinking about it. Um, it's funny because last I forgot to mention it last episode. There was two different points where the music was making me think of something else. One part uh, was very much uh, Mad World. Oh sure. Uh, yeah. And then there was another bit that was, I'm convinced, was straight out of the leftovers. Uh, last week there was two two separate. Nah, do you know what it is? You heard some piano and then you saw Andowd and you went leftovers. No, because no, no, Andowd wasn't in the scene. <laughs> it was a very specific piano refrain that was very similar to to the stuff from the leftovers. Similar. I mean, I know Max Richter who who did leftovers. He he has some pieces that have been used in multiple things, but leftovers was specifically created for leftovers. It was yes. Um, because uh, on the nature of day and night, I think it's called, uh, was an arrival. Uh, that was the same track that was in an episode of Castle Rock. Oh, okay. And funnily enough, uh, there's like a, an official video with that on YouTube that stars Elizabeth Moss, just to tie this all background <laughs> into, in, into a nice neat bow. Um, but yeah, so there's, and then there's this crushing realisation that the, the Swiss are like, no, we can't work with this this commander. Uh, his past is too shady. We just can't trust them. And June asked Serena, what did Nick do before he became your driver? <laughs> It's like, oh, he served Gilead. How exactly did he serve Gilead? Oh, he was part of the, uh, the oh, what was the word she used? The Crusade. Crusade. Yeah. yeah no, I remember Crusade because, you know, Crusade is a, you know, it's a holy war, right? Yeah, and yeah. Of, of course Gilead framed it as a crusade, not, you know, not a, an in, you know, a war for independence or anything like that. It, 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 was, a, it was a crusade, of course. It was a crusade, Yeah. yeah. I'll give it a quick Which, so uh, I'll talk about. I'll, I'll let you complain about the, the backpedal on a Serena in a minute. But can we talk about uh, meeting the this this commander who's oh, letting them stay? Before we move oh. on, just on on Nick. Oh sure. Uh, on the train. Yeah, I hated that scene. You hate that scene. Yeah, I really hate that because well, it's like, look how evil he is walking, marching down there, and they're all saluting him, and it's like, look how much power he has, and you know, he he was one of them the whole time. I'm like, oh, I don't care about that, you know. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I actually do believe that he he has grown as a better person now. Um, like, because no. in that scene, I don't necessarily see it as him like he is full on evil. It's more just that he's back here because this is where everyone expects him to be. But he does have more doubts now about it. Here's the thing: I agree with you in theory that mm. oh no, he's grown and and you know he's a better person than he was then. It looks conflicted, is what I'm saying in the scene, as opposed to like sure. you know. My problem is the way the music plays it, the way it plays June's reaction. She's sure. like, oh, he used to be this. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, does that matter with, you know, the, the, now, really, you know, who he was? It's just another case of that. Just a few things I'm not liking in this episode. I mean, yeah, I'm not like this. I'm a super fan of this shot in the train. Uh, although it does make me curious if we're going to see more of, like, his side of things now. Like, are we going to see some of his Maybe. fighting with, with these troops or whatever? Um... What I did, I did like the phrase though uh, that Serena kind of rubs in is, uh, you know, without him we wouldn't be here, kind of thing. This idea, yeah. you th you think I'm so bad that I I did all this, but you know you you know he's he's equally well not equally but like he's also you know deep in the in the blame pool here. Um, yeah, it kind of gets the idea that you know he was like a war hero almost. Yeah, kind of. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, I. You know, and actually, I really like the interaction with uh, Serena and the the wife. You know, the wife of this other commander, uh, played by uh, Christopher Maloney, um, who she's like, "I know this is taboo, but I really liked your book." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's a weird thing to say." 
um even though her book kind of inspired gilead in a lot of ways um which it's funny because it's another example of the men taking something they see they can exploit and using it and even though oh, clearly this wife and serena at least for the most most of the time serena uh, believe that this is what they would like they like this world they want this world to get you know the birth rates back up and blah 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 uh, it's just interesting that this you know talking about it after the fact like we're not even allowed to read books anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah but you know she talks about how you know before everything you know they, they worked at two different law firms they never really saw each other and now look at them they got you know one big happy family yeah uh really big happy family. they got six kids um accounting six i thought it was five no, no. They, they they say oh you know um you know that must have been you know the, the most i would ever seen was three but that must have been five yeah but she's not entirely sure though uh rita when she says that um yeah she says it must be five and the reason why all man knows because after she said that there's a photo of them that uh, june's looking at at one point and you you counted them. i counted well it's six it's not a hard number to count <laughs> well, no it's not but you took the time to go oh i'm gonna check <laughs> six down rita uh, which actually made me curious at the start of the episode um uh joseph uh lawrence said to june oh you're being borrowed to go to washington for this blah 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 blah. he says oh you leave at four or the train leaves at four which made me wonder are they still allowed to read clocks so that they know to be there for certain times for things when they're wanted um probably because it's just numbers so they're allowed numbers numbers are okay I assume so. You would think they, they, they I mean, they they have to count numbers, you know, for when they go shopping, right? Sure. Oh, we, we want six potatoes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. If the, if the if the Martha's like, I want six potatoes, and they're like, okay, yeah, they need to be able to yeah. count to six, absolutely. Um, and obviously, we're still we're not so far away from the world before that. Obviously, they all know how to count. This is this is all still people who were alive before Gilead that are adults exactly, right now. Yeah. But um, I just you know just for for, for thought when 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 he said that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did I, I did kind of like the 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 arrival in the train station and like just how like sort of strict everything felt and how everything felt worse. Um, but also going back to the family, I liked the kind of like. Because I was almost wondering if, like, Serena was going to have again. This was going to be a, a, like leading her back to like being on June's side. Where like this is ridiculous. Why does why does this family have six kids? Why do they still because they still have a handmaid? Like they've got six kids. What are they selling the handmaid for? And it almost felt like this was Gilead's version of the one percent. It's like no, no, they have overabundance of everything. Everyone else is begging for one, and they have six kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. an embarrassment of riches, you might say. Yeah, he does. Uh, they do offer Fred a position here. Yeah, this is maybe that's maybe the most interesting scene of the episode. And oh, no, you're wrong. I'm wrong. We haven't talked about the most interesting one yet. Although I'll be asking about that as in a minute. I want to talk about this scene first, though. Uh, so, so after they've got had you know conversations with the Swiss and the, the media like campaign is kind of seemingly working. Uh, so that's this commander. I, I think his name's George. I, I believe it says call me George at some point. Take word for you know it. what? I'll just check his name. I've got the cast list up. That's what it's there for. Damn it, Maloney, Commander. It doesn't even give him his first name. He's Winslow, though. Commander Winslow. Uh, that sounds familiar. Because he says, "Call me George" or something like that in the scene. But uh, he's like, you know, uh, you know, I, I'd, you know, I'd made some assumptions. I'd heard about your recent difficulties and blah 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 blah. And then he gives him a cheers, and he's like, you know, uh, maybe you know, you'll have a position here in Washington when this is all done. And he's like, oh, that'd be an honor, sir. It's like, and that's when he says, you know, call me George. But uh, what makes this scene so fascinating is, you know, he, he goes because they're playing pool and... They're playing snooker. 
Open as a specifically snooker, they even noticed. It was snooker, yeah. I noticed. I thought, oh, that's an interesting choice because you don't see that very often. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I, I I would at this point, you know, suggesting the the idea of it's a it's a class thing. Snooker is typically, but traditionally was a you know an upper class game. That's why even now it's still you know they, they still wear waistcoats and you know like a full suit to play it. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, but this this thing happens where. Winslow puts his hand on Fred in a very <sighs> suggestive. Suggest, yeah. I was just, it is suggestive, but it's just the way he does it, and then the way Fred looks at it, it's just enough to be like, "Huh?" Like that was my my reaction was almost like a, a darkly kind of like, "Huh?" And it, like it's very interesting, of course, because obviously. We know that gay people are being being uh, you know killed if, if unless they can be a handmaid maybe you know like like or sent to the colonies whatever like you know they're yeah well they're they're all hanging on the wall constantly yeah so we know that the predicament and again it's this idea of the one percent having like oh the hypocrisy of it right but like there's this idea of like is Fred about to be objectified. Is, is Fred about to be, like, the victim of someone's, like, affection that he doesn't want? Is Fred about to be assaulted, like, if he stays here? Like, you know, are we going to see him pursue Fred and that make Fred uncomfortable? Like, and it shouldn't be an eye for an eye. I'm not saying, like, I want Fred to, to be assaulted out of revenge, I, I but... I think the problem is Fred might not actually see it too bad, because in his mind, as soon as he's there, he can just report him. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Um... But I, I do, that reaction was fascinating to me, and this idea that for a second Fred is like the one who's not in charge, and he's being controlled because he's lower down the rankings, right? You know, this guy's using his place of position of power to kind of you know groom him essentially. Yeah. Uh, and that 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 was interesting. Um, I mean, hell, maybe Fred will even learn some goddamn empathy. I don't know. But yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Probably not. No, I know. Um, I, I will say the, the the you know the visuals of being out in the the Washington Monument. You know, when I mean, they're all like all the handmaids are all like they're praying and like you know they it, drop into the knees. There's some the, big the visuals. The yeah, there's some big visuals. It looks quite nice from a from a you know, impressive from a production perspective. I guess is what I'm saying. It doesn't look yeah, cheap. Yeah, technical standpoint, it looks great. Yeah. So, what do, what do you think the most interesting scene of the, the episode is? Oh, Aunt Lydia for sure. Oh, okay. All right. No, this. No, I agree. This is this is this is up there. That's maybe the that's maybe the best scene of the episode. Not the most interesting for me. Oh, I I think it's both for me. But so there's a there's a great moment early on where Aunt Lydia she sees some of the handmaids lined up and some one of their the the staples is like sort of sneaking out the the the, the cover she goes over and has a look at what's going on and she looks horrified at this she's never seen this before she's genuinely horrified and then later on for the tv broadcast at the monument they're you know insisting that june wear this 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 cover over her face and you know Lydia comes in and June's, you know, breaking down. This is just, you know, presumably right after she's found out about Nick, give or take, and she's, you know, about to go having to do this. And she looks up and genuinely asks Aunt Lydia, you know, with tears in her eyes, do you want to silence us all? And, and, and Aunt Lydia, she's, she's got tears back and she's like, no, she, she really doesn't. And she even hugs her and says, you know, I, I just, you know, I want to make sure, like, I can help someone. I want, you know, I want to save someone. And again, you know, we we've talked before how Artlet is is kind of twisted in some ways, but she genuinely believes she's doing something good. 
Yeah, she believes she's but, helping these people. She believes she's. She this 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 isn't some sick getting off on punishment for her. She genuinely believes she is helping. And seeing what Washington, or or at least the hand, or what the, what the Lydia is, or the commanders are doing in Washington to the handmaids is kind of horrified her and seeing a different level of it, right? Um, yeah. You know, like it's it was quite a really powerful scene. And that, then it, it kind of like has this great like finish to it where June goes to put on this... Because she, 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 this is something that you can put on and take off yourself. It's not something you need help with. But she can't physically do it. She's like, can you please help me? But again, with yeah. tears in her eyes. Uh, it's a, a presumably a combination of, you know, struggling from, you know, she's shaking. Yeah. And, so that, and also, she's never had to do this before. She she's It's, it's unfamiliar. And what's so beautiful about this scene is that it's, one of, it's the most genuine moment they've ever shared. For sure, oh, right? Absolutely. Because so much of the season one of this show was was Lydia threatening her with punishments. She was so for things villainous. Yeah, um, and it feels like she's has has become a bit more humanized, even though she still clearly believes in a lot of what she does. But you know, maybe maybe that's the swerve here. Maybe the swerve is as we think we're going to redeem Serena, but the real story here is we're going to eventually redeem Lydia. Maybe you know that that's that's the ultimate win for this show is going to be redeeming her, um. Because the beautiful of this moment is, is, is that it kind of plays into what Lydia believes her role is. Is that June is expected to wear this thing, and she needs help with it. And that's you know Lydia's whole thing is she 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 thinks her role is to help prepare these girls for what's expected of them in Gilead. It's kind of yeah. like a little symbolic thing where this is what she feels her purpose is. So the idea that June's asking genuinely asking for help for once and not like fighting her and everything. Is kind of a sweet moment, oddly. Even even though obviously everything June's been asked of has been ridiculous and horrible. And oh, absolutely. Whatever. But it, you know, it, it feels like you know, as much as we're talking about oh June, you know, she feels like she, you know, she's struggling to do it. She's shaking. It almost feels like she's kind of throwing Lydia a bone. Like, okay, no, I've seen. You know, she she saw that reaction. She knew it was genuine. That you know, Lydia really doesn't want this to happen to them. And you know, and and Lydia opens up. It's like, no, I just want to help. So you know, June going, hey, can you help me? is kind of her you know it's, it's almost a peace offering yeah no it's it's uh yeah and it's you know when, when lydia's saying oh they're more strict here you know she doesn't even know how they're more strict you know because she, she, she doesn't find out until later exactly like yeah you know exactly what they do to them but is it's really powerful for her to be like shell shot that she is because yeah the first time they're there you know they're going up the escalators and she sees you know the the, the masks mm. she's like oh look at that look at this devotion yeah, she thinks yeah. it's great. Yeah, but no, it's actually just covering up another form of punishment that's even more like evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like I say her being horrified by this is the the, the best stuff in the Yeah, it, it almost makes Boston feel like it's it's it's, it's home, <laughs> like like yeah. it's safer. It's not that bad. Which even though it's been terrible and. I think like it's, this episode's not to put down June, like not to like put in her place after she's getting delusions of grandeur. But at, at the same time, I think it's about no. This is how bad things actually are. You thought you thought you knew the extent of how bad things were. This is how how deep it's going. It kind of makes her go, well, you know, she's she's one of the lucky ones almost um, in comparison. But you know, at the same time, she's determined to fight. Actually, something we have to mention is that the tape she sent. Uh, Luke has has made it to the public essentially, or at least at least the governments of the world. At least the governments. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about the public. Um, and I assume that's because Luke shared it with the Canadian government. You know, as soon as all these talks of like, oh, they want the kid back, start. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's this is evidence of hey, he's not his kid. We could maybe use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and clearly the mother wishes that Luke take care of Nick, you know, yeah. Nicole. So, 
uh very good in that sense um i, I can't really argue with you i kind of i watched this episode and i was kind of getting the impression halfway through like Carl's probably going to be quite mad at this episode because it's going further down this this serena path i i think this episode like is probably going to be the worst of it in the sense that okay now that she's back in this place we're going to deal with this version of serena again but like are you going to be still be mad every other every episode after this where she's still being serena I might not enjoy those scenes as much. I think mm. it was a problem in this episode where it was arguably the main focus. Um, uh, of what it was fact, like the scene where she is talking to the other wife, who, by the way, is pre- play- I can't remember, I don't know the actress's name off the top of my head, but uh, she was in Hunting a Hell House. She was one of the main actors in Hunting a Hell House. All right, well, Connor's internet uh, decided to abandon him, but we were right at the end of the review anyway, I think. I think we were just kind of wrapping up our final um, points, so... Uh, rather than delay the episode and wait till tomorrow to finish recording, delaying the episode for a day, I'll, I'll just say bye on my own. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the only thing I really wanted to add that I, I don't think I've mentioned is that I can I, I did like the uh, June and Rita kind of like being happy to see each other again. That that was genuinely kind of kind of nice. It was nice to see that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, like I was saying before, I, I can't really blame Connor for for being mad at what he's mad about in this episode. Um, I'm certainly feeling it a little bit. Um, but I do think the scene where they talked to each other at the end was very well handled and how June kind of spoke to Serena because of how she's been and how she's changed. Um, so I'm going to sort of go with it and see where it goes. Um, definitely though, you know, I, I think this season the show has been good and had lots of great moments, but it's not necessarily the, the absolute knockout like every single episode and almost every single scene that it was uh, back in season one and some of season two. So um but it's still pretty solid to watch um so now we'll see we'll see how the next episode goes um but that is uh that is episode six so uh let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below if we did uh miss anything uh maybe forgot something because connor's internet crapped out uh do mention in the comments and we'll we'll have a look at them uh like and subscribe all that stuff you can also support the show by reviewing us and giving us a rating on your podcast app of choice uh whatever you're listening to us helps other people find our almost cancelled reviews and you can of course support us financially over at patreon patreon.com slash tv we can support us for as little as one dollar per month and you can get some bonuses some exclusives and some early stuff over there so go and have a look see and also has a nice handy list of all the different audio feeds and all the different shows we have on youtube uh, and everything else uh, and check out all the content we have we've got a bunch of tv content going up right now uh, we have dark season 2 coming up from netflix we have uh, big little lies from hbo and we have a bunch of other stuff uh, big little lies to do with tara uh, connor's on dark um and uh, there's other shows as well so check out everything thank you very much for watching and listening once again we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla <laughs>